0: Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. Today, we're joined by Mark Selby, CEO of Mexican restaurant chain, Oaxaca. Uh, Thank you for joining us today, Mark. Great to be here. So, Mark, difficult times for everyone. Um, Can you tell us what, from a, a, there's 28 restaurants uh, in the Oaxaca group, can you describe the, the impact of that the coronavirus kind of pandemic has had on a, on a business of Oaxaca scale?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, the hardest bit to deal with was was the kind of decline of the sales without really kind of knowing where it was going to head. So for three or four weeks where we kind of saw, you know, 20, 20, then 40, then 60 percent uh, decline was, was was hugely difficult for the team to kind of try and manage uh, the kind of the, the labor side and, you know, as things started holding up in terms of keeping people safe and things. So just trying to communicate out to the teams, try and give a bit of direction when actually it wasn't totally clear, um, kind of from the government and everyone else, what, what what the direction should be. So we were kind of not quite making it up as we went along, but having to go with our gut as opposed to having to go with, with direct facts. And then obviously having to close kind of 28 restaurants um, overnight um, shut them all down, um, make sure everyone was safe, et cetera, uh, was a huge kind of well, relatively huge for us uh, sort of operational feat. But the guys all did it brilliantly.
0: And uh, what's the situation with with, with, with the staff? I mean, have many of them gone on furlough?
1: Yeah. So obviously, um, I think, that you know, I think the furlough scheme just standing back is, is, a, is a brilliant initiative from the government. And I think, you know, given how quickly they turn that around, uh, I think full credit to them, Um on that and we've obviously um taken full advantage of it because it was getting
0: hairy having
1: to look at what we're going to have to do within the business um to survive so i think yeah 90 90 sort of five six percent of the business is, is furloughed if not a little more right. and there's just a sort of a you know a a small group of us who are just kind of keeping uh keeping on top of stuff whether it's pay marketing um just overall kind of strategy and stuff
0: and in terms of furlough there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of uncertainty still about the the, the, the finer details of a job retention scheme is that something that is that is that is something that you you're maybe not worried about but interested at the moment or is it more about the fat backs? it's furlough, don't worry about the small stuff yet. Just get, get staff on furlough and, and worry about the details as and when you know them?
1: Yeah, I think we we've been so so um we've been very, very I, I think good at communicating with our teams from the beginning. Basically saying, look, we don't have all the facts. This is what we understand. This is what we're doing. If things change, we will we will adjust and adapt accordingly. Um, But I think the main, you know, the main thing we did on the furloughs, we just held on. We kind of took the government's word really back. Kind of, I think about, um, I think it was like a Friday. They said, look, please don't get rid of people. Just hold on. We're going to come up with something. A lot of people were kind of closing sites and making people redundant all over the place. And, and we we just kind of held on because we we kind of knew that if we wanted to come out of the other side in a position of strength, we needed to kind of look after our teams and we needed to trust in the government. So, you know, we we really didn't know what was coming, but we kind of trusted and we held on and held on. And luckily, you know, got to this point where they came up with the furlough scheme, which was which was fantastic. And I think a lot of our team were very grateful that we were willing to kind of do that for them and show look we're we're going to do everything we can to try and kind of look after you guys and and protect you uh for the longer term as well
0: and what about the the, the emotional aspect of of closing you know 28 restaurants in, in, in in overnight and having so many staff that you need to speak to how did it feel from from your point of view about about you know that when you made that dec- well, you did, well, the decision was made for you but when you did it how did how did it feel kind of personal i think actually
1: it was it was it, in, a, in a very weird way because it was timed with the furlough scheme as well it actually um there was a lot of very emotional positivity in the business um, i spoke to quite a few sort of managers and general managers who were kind of you know in tears as going Literally thank you for holding on and looking after all of our teams and that, that's a genuine fact so whilst everyone was like shit you know we've got to we've got to close uh there was also this feeling of of, of immense relief that that we weren't going to have to take more drastic kind of measures and that um and that you know the thousand people that work for us were going to be were going to be looked after and not just kind of left dry without any any money so um i think uh you know obviously it's a, it's a it's a big shock to close restaurants like that but you know the guys just got on with it we came up with kind of you know lists of what needs to be done what needs to be thought through uh and the teams all came together really well and and the main thing is we just tried to communicate as much as possible with everyone give them clear plans let i kind of emailed sort of every three or four days the entire business just saying that here's where we are here's what's happening here's what you know is what's outstanding
0: and you mentioned obviously you say that the furlough scheme has been has been very very good for being able to look after staff have you had to, have you been able to take advantage of any of the other government uh, implementations i mean they've introduced business loans there's obviously grants but i'm guessing you know you're not at the moment applicable for many grants have you you know what are you looking at loans is it something that you, you think is a good thing yeah i
1: think it? i think i think um we are definitely looking at loans and working out how um how we uh, we can sort of access them um, because you know obviously you know a business of our size to even closing the doors we still have a lot of a lot of kind of cash that we are burning on a on a weekly basis mm-hmm. um, and I think yeah the government's done a great job on the furloughs done a great job on the loan scheme there's still quite a lot of clarity and help that needs to be done to, with you know with banks obliging and not not kind of just looking at this as a normal business transaction they need to look at it as an exceptional transaction um but the big bit that's that's still needed really is this is this sort of nine month rent uh moratorium kind of uh rent-free kind of period that that needs to sit alongside it to really help businesses because you know the cash demands of of the rent when you're not getting any income from those sites is you know, um, is absolutely crippling to every business. So we really need the government to step up and just deliver that final bid, which is, you know, nine month rent free periods. But also, I think importantly, you know, we have got a lot of landlords who are obviously very scared as well. Some are being overly aggressive and some are being fantastic. But I think they need to be, they need to be looked after as well. So it can't just be us and the landlords need to have this sort of interest free period on their, uh, on their, properties and obviously all these are huge asks and 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 completely exceptional circumstances but they are 100 percent necessary to save the industry
0: absolutely I, I, I think you know landlords are portrayed as the, as the kind of the, the bad guys in all of this at the, at the moment but you know they they've got they've got uh, you know bills to pay you know interest to pay back to the bank so it's, it's about protecting everyone along the chain i suppose so that everyone is in this together and everyone kind of is is is, is free from free from you know responsibilities in terms of money for i suppose six nine months is that that's kind of what's needed isn't it
1: yeah, absolutely i think nine months is 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 kind of looking at all the kind of modeling and stuff Because it's going to take a long time to get this thing back up and running there's been a lot of cash damage anyway and i think um you know it is it, it, it's a hundred percent it's a hundred percent needed and, and and you know you're right but there are some landlords out there who are being real dickheads about it and there's other landlords um who are being have been great in understanding, and I think you know, like us, we are, you know, all of us are not paying rents, and it, and it's scary. You know, you have a, I've never been in a situation where I turned around to landlord and gone, I simply cannot pay you rent. um But equally, they need to be having those conversations with the banks, and the banks, the banks will you know need need to understand and will understand i believe in time and i I keep whenever i talk you know, you get some fiery emails from landlords and they pick up the phone and you say listen this is going to happen you've got to put pressure on the on the banks and the government to get this nine months we've got to put pressure and you know we do need to we you know we all need to get there because otherwise quite honestly you're not going to have anyone in your sights for the next two years if you don't start thinking like that um and you know when you actually kind of talk the landlords through it like that they, they get it but you know a lot of them also you know in my mind speaking quite frankly and honestly they have pushed and pushed and pushed rents to such an excessive degree uh you know we're in sort of major towns and cities and the rents have gone up you know from 60 to 100 percent over the last three or four years and quite honestly the landlords have been greedy and have pushed too much on that and that's now coming back to them. that people simply cannot afford to pay those rents So, you know, there are going to have to be some adjustments and some understandings going forward, irrespective of of this nine months rent rent free period um, coming out of it.
0: Absolutely. I mean, what do you think the lasting impact uh, uh, on hospitality uh, this pandemic might have? Will it be that landlords might have to to be more reasonable going forward in in terms of rent?
1: Yeah, I think landlords have to be more understanding and more realistic on these things. You know, they seem to think it's absolutely fine to, to buy a property and go go and try and put the rent up by 40 50 you know normally they come in genuinely normally they come in at over a hundred percent rent increase particularly in london um uh, after five years and it's just absolutely unacceptable they just have no regard for what the operator is going through and what the operator is having to to put up with and they're going to have to uh, you know take a real, more realistic view on leases on uh you know rent reviews open market upwards and downwards you know i think in holland they only they only allow uh kind of you know inflation you know capped at inflation per per, per year etc etc just to you know because the the operators in the last five six years just been absolutely screwed and that screwed the consumers and, and the high street and Yeah, the the landlords love to blame the government and business rates, but it's not. It's 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 the landlords who, from a cash point of view, are are massively impacting people, and and they're going to have to sort of you know understand that going forward and just be more realistic about it. You know, everyone everyone needs to make a profit and understand they need to grow that, but they can't be they can't be doing it at the huge detriment to the people who are working tirelessly every day in those properties.
0: And how do you think um, the hospitality landscape? might change uh when you finally reopen will will you be doing anything differently Will you be looking at a kind of a, from a different perspective do you think customers will be will be will be uh doing things differently what what what, what is, I mean, it's hard to say but what does your, your gut tell you about what might what we might see once we reopen?
1: um well other than other than kind of you know the landlords um having to wake up a little bit which we just discussed um i think um you know, it's going to be very tough coming out of it, and I think people will, um, uh, you know, will be a little bit cautious to start with. But I actually think a lot of people, you know, speaking from my experience as well, can't wait to, you know, get back out and and socialise and 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 eat some delicious food and and, and have a few drinks with friends. Um, and I think, I hope, and think, generally, that the, the hospitality industry will will recover uh, fairly quickly. But there will be that kind of element of um you know social distancing which will probably just you know and people I think will just be much more aware of the health and safety elements things like you know washing your hands and and all these things which I think people will just you know now will become part of their kind of their kind of hourly routine almost and I think you know that's probably not a bad thing either um but I there's nothing kind of fundamentally different from our point of view I think in terms of how we how we're gonna kind of reapproach things. Um, you know, I think it's about for us it's always been about without sounding naff about it, about creating more that more more than just a business. It's about creating a kind of a team of people having fun and enjoying themselves. And I think, you know, we've always had that mantra. And I think now more than ever that's that's gonna be important. You know, pe- people are going to definitely reassess their lives a little bit coming back and they want to work for businesses where they feel part of the furniture and part of the infrastructure not just a kind of a, a, a tool in in a, in a greater business plan
0: indeed well marky thank you so much for, for taking time to speak to us today and, uh, and best of luck with everything and hopefully um we'll see what we'll up and running like everyone else as, as soon as possible
1: yeah i'm sure you will thanks for thanks for taking the time